Micha Perek Vav, the sixth chapter of Micha. I'd like to begin by dedicating this class, this Shi'ur, in memory of Rabbi Ezra Labatan, Alava Shalom, Ezra Ben Yizha. Not only is it appropriate that today was Bet Tevet, the second yard site of Rabbi Labatan, but that we'll see today the Pasukim Micha, the most famous Pasukim Micha that we read that Rabbi Lavatan kept stressing the importance of the idea of Sedek and Mishpat and Sini'ut, very important messages of Micha, that we remember Rabbi Lavatan's great work, his love for Tanakh and his love for Torah, and especially this message of Micha. May Rabbi Lavatan's memory be blessed. Perekvav Pasuk Aleph Shim'una et asher Adonai Omer Kum Hear now what the Lord said, Arise, contend before the mountains, and let the hills hear your voice. Here we have God picking a rive, as if this is a lawsuit, as the Sincino translation tells us, a lawsuit of God against Am Yisrael, Israel being the defendant, God being the plaintiff, and the Navi here, Micha, is presenting God's charge against Israel for its ingratitude against Him. To get up, to rise up, and to present the case of this fight against Am Yisrael, this charge against them, that the hills and the mountains should hear the voice of God against Am Yisrael. Just like we opened up the Nevoat of Micha in Perek Aleph, all the nations should hear and also in chapter 3, that the leaders of Yaakov, of Yisrael, of Bnei Yisrael, of Yehuda, should hear all the sins of Am Yisrael. Here, as Mesudat David says, that the Navi is summoned to present God's case. And Ibn Ezra says that the Navi is here speaking with Yisrael on behalf of God. And God is contending with them, as Radak says, that God did good for them and they did evil back. They did not repay God back with good actions for all the good that He did. Rather, they acted poorly. Hear, O mountains, the Lord's controversy and you strong foundations of the earth. For the Lord has a controversy with His people, and He will contend with Israel. Notice here the word Riv being used again and again. Pasuk. Aleph used it once, God contending with Am Yisrael, twice in Pasuk Bet, and this idea of hearing that the mountains, that the strong mountains, should hear the contending of God with Am Yisrael. For what? Oh my people, what have I done to you? And what have I weird you? Answer me. For I brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery. And I sent before you Moses, Aaron, and Miriam. Here God is talking about the ingratitude of Am Yisrael. Ami me asiti lecha. What did I do wrong to you? What have I ever done to you wrong? 
answer me, to show me, to tell me what I did anything wrong. I haven't done anything wrong. Testify against me. And the fact that I took you out of Egypt and helped you through your leaders, Moshe, Aharon, and Miriam, try to contend with me. It's not going to work because I only did good things to you. Now this reminds us a lot, and we have very similar phrases, to Shemuel's speech in Shemuel Aleph Perek Yodbet, where Shemuel tells the people when they're asking for a king, and they think the king is going to solve their religious issues, and Shemuel turns to them and says, you're rejecting God as being the king. Anu bi neged Adonai neged Testify against me, Shemuel says. Have I ever wronged you? God is a witness to you. God is the one, says in Shemuel, There too, Shemuel recalls the fact that God sent them Moshe and Aaron to lead them. And the fact that And there Shemuel warns them that they must not forget God. And in that vein, the next Pasuk in Micha is that they should never forget. Rather, Pasuk 5, Ami zechorna ma ya'as balak melech mu'av ume'ana oto bil'am ben be'or min ashittim ad agilgal lema'an da'at sitqot Adonai. Oh my people, remember now what Balak king of Mu'ab planned. And what bil'am the son of be'or answered him from shittim to gilgal, that you may know the righteousness of Hashem. That the people must remember the good that God does to them on the brink of going into Am and it's Israel, that God saved B'nai Israel from the evil that Balak and Bil'am wanted to do, to curse Am Israel. And B'nai Israel must remember, they must not forget. And Sefer Shemuel talks about that they forgot God, here being called to remember what God did good for them. In order to remember the righteous acts of Hashem. Here too, another phrase used in Sefer Shemuel. That Shemuel wants the people to remember all the righteous acts of Hashem. And not to forget God. Not to think that a human king is going to solve things. Here, the Nabi is saying, don't think that your problems are going to go away with all your riches and all your wealth and your prosperity. Because it's your positive righteous actions that will stand for you. And the next pasuk turns to the person asking, With what shall I come before Hashem and bow myself before God on high? Shall I come before Him with burnt offerings, with one-year-old calves? Here, the person is turning and thinking, What should I do? How am I supposed to approach God? How am I supposed to come in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And Ibn Ezra mentions over here, Maybe some one of you is going to ask, How should I turn to God? How should I approach God? Pasuk Zayin. Will Hashem be pleased with thousands of rams or with ten thousand of rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? Here, maybe the person's thinking, if I was able to, I should maybe sacrifice thousands of animals to God 
for all the good that he did for me. She slahli, that he should forgive me. As the Ben Ezra says, Ve'atam, she'akibinu lefanav, she'en ba'me'et raseh, kim ba'emot. All I could do, what else am I going to give to God to repay him? I have animals or my children to give as a sacrifice, like the molech. Maybe that's what I should give to him. And here, in Pasuk Chet, one of the most famous Pesukim, is the last Pasuk of the Haftarah we read from Micha for Parashat Balak. He has told you, O man, what is good and what does Hashem require of you but to do justice and to love loving mercy and to walk humbly with your God. Micha gives us here a very important key, three important keys to success. Micha is telling men over here, telling B'nai Yisrael over here, God's not interested in thousands of rams, ten thousands of rivers of oil, to give him olot, sacrifices, burnt offerings. Especially since we see with the story of Balak and Bil'am, as mentioned in Pasuk 5, that God's not going to be tricked. He's not going to be convinced through sacrifices, convinced through magical superstitions, but rather God is going to be convinced of the good of man by what man does and through his actions. Kim asot mishpat to do justice, be'avat chesed to love mercy, to walk humbly with God. And these are defined by Amefarshim that asot mishpat Ibn Ezra. Not to oppress another person, not to do evil to him in business or in dealings with him, not to cheat, and to just do chesed with them, with other human beings. And then to walk humbly with God. And the Malbi mentions over here, what's this importance of walking humbly with God? Because these are things between you and God. And a lot of times people become haughty and the fact that they're acting in a certain way to God. So he mentions, A person should not become too haughty with his actions. Just walk humbly with the way that he's acting. Don't walk around publicizing how he's acting towards God, how important his actions are. Walk humbly. Do righteous. Do good. And walk with God with his mitzvot, not walking around announcing what he's doing. Pasuk Teh. Hashem's voice cries to the city and the man of wisdom shall see your name. Hear the rod and who has appointed it. Ibn Ezra mentions here the importance of the transition that in Pasuk Hayat it mentions doing justice and doing kindness to others and here now God comes to scold Am Yisrael to reprove them that they're not doing justice, in business, in how they're acting towards others, in their actions and in their ways towards others. Pasuk Yod. And they're yet the treasures of wickedness in the house of the wicked and the scant measure that is abominable. Shall I count myself pure with wicked scales and with a bag of deceitful weights?
Here, the phrase is interpreted by Mesudat David. Every person should be asking themselves, Shall I be pure with wicked balances? A person needs to look inside to themselves and say, Becoming rich and becoming successful is not about stealing and cheating from others. It's not about having wicked balances. As mentioned in Sevet Devarim, we need to have righteous balances. Mozneh Sedek, Efat Sedek, Hin Sedek, to have righteous measures. Because in the olden days, people used to cheat others when they used to come to the store to weigh their goods by having false measures. And therefore, Pasuk Yodbet scolds the rich men of those times for being full of violence. For its rich men are full of violence and its inhabitants have spoken lies and their tongue is deceitful in their mouth. And of course this reminds us of the times of Noah, the Mabul, full of Hamas, full of lawlessness, stealing from others, people lying and cheating. And their tongue is deceitful. Reminds us also of Migdal Bavel, that everyone had a Safa Ahat, one tongue, but they were using that to fight against God. They're Lashon, and therefore God comes down by Babel and God Balal, he confuses their tongue. Therefore God says, I will make you sick by smiting you, making you desolate because of your sins. You shall eat but not be satisfied, and your sickness shall be in your inward parts, and you shall conceive which shall not deliver, and that which you deliver I will give up to the sword. Terrible, terrible prophecy over here about Am Yisrael, that they will be subject to sickness. They're going to eat but not be full. They will conceive but not deliver. And this is exactly what Ibn Ezra and Radak talk about. That the negative prophecies about Am Yisrael at the time of the doing bad as prophesied by Moshe Rabbeinu, by the Kilalot, in Parashat Kitavo. Pasuk Tedvav, Atat Hizra, Belo Tiksor, Atat Tidroch Zayit, Belo Tasuch Shemen, you shall sow, but you shall not reap. You shall tread the olives, but you shall not anoint yourself with oil. You shall tread grapes, but you shall not drink wine. The Malbi mentions over here that this idea of Pasuk Tedvav is that in Pasuk Yodal we said you're going to have sicknesses coming to your body. To eat, to not be full. To conceive, not deliver. And even if you deliver babies, They'll be given up to the sword. Here it's talking about your sadeh, your fields. You're going to sow and not reap. So you won't have good produce. You'll tread the olives, but oil won't even come out. Treading grapes and wine won't come out. Talking about a time of complete despair for Am Yisrael because of their negative actions. As we said, as promised by Moshe in Parashat Kitavo, in the Kilalot that will happen, Arura Omri, 
למען תיתיו אותך לשמע ויושבי על איש יקר וחיפת עמי תישאו. For the statutes of Omri are kept in all the doings of the house of Ahab and you walk in their counsels that I should make you a desolation and its inhabitants a hissing. Therefore you should bear the reproach of my people. The Navi starts here with the word V'yishtamer. You talk about Shimur, preserving. And usually we talk about Shemirat HaChokim, Lishmor, to preserve the mitzvot of the Torah. But of course the imagery of V'yishtamer also, Shimurim, is also used for fruits, also used for produce. And of course in the previous Pasuk, you can't even preserve your food because there won't be oil coming out. There won't be grains coming out. There won't be wine coming out. You won't have the tirosh, the dagan, the yitzhar to be able to keep, to preserve. Why? Because you're not preserving the mitzvot of the Torah. Rather, you're preserving the mitzvot, the chukot of Omri. Who's Omri? Omri, the father of Ahav. Ahav, one of the most evil kings that ever lived. And the fact that time of Eliyahu and Avi, he didn't care. He marries Izebel, one of the most terrible queens to live. Put a hit on Eliyahu and Avi. And you're going in their ways, you're going in Wa'asotam. Why? Why are you doing this? Well, as a result of you doing this, you're going to have to have reproach. You're going to have to have desolation. You're going to have to be destroyed as a result of all the negative things that you're doing. And to sum up this perek, we want to go back to that pasuk, that Micha comes, just like the Kemara says in Makot, that Micha came and he established all the 613 mitzvot of the Torah and he established them on three pillars. What are those three pillars? Well, what Micha says, Asot Mishpat Ahavad Chesed Alechet What does God want from you? He doesn't want thousands of sacrifices. He doesn't want all the money in the world. He wants good actions. He wants you to do just. He wants you to love mercy and to walk humbly with God.